Hey, this is Scott. And Burke. From the Davis and Davis Show, the podcast for everything Ohio. Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits. Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit down, relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www.redcircle.com slash Davis and Davis. Or find us on Apple Podcasts, Prime Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. And we just don't care. Welcome to the Burley Gunner Show. Welcome to the Burley Gunner Show. Tuesday morning, we skipped Victory Monday. My bad, I, I just have to do better. Burley Gunner Show, Cleveland Sports Fan Network, clevelandsportsfan.com, and Apple Podcast, Red Circle. Believe me, I'm not happy. I just, I just have to do better. Two things I want to say before I put my cape on. Number one, he knows it, you know it, I know it, she knows it, everybody knows it. Jarvis Landry lost the game on Sunday. And it's a damn shame because that's the last person on the team that I would wish that against. But, you know, I know he'll bounce back. I, why, why do I know that? Because that's just what Juice does. The second thing I want to say and I'm sorry, and I love this team. I love Kevin Stefanski. I love Baker, Chubb, Miles, Odell, all of them. But under Kevin Stefanski, the Browns are 16-10. and 10. But that's not the point. Here's the point. Here's the Browns' wins. There's 16 of them. Bengals, Washington football team, Dallas, Indianapolis, the Bengals, Texans, Eagles, Jags, Titans, Giants, Steelers with absolutely nobody, Steelers in the playoffs, Texans, Bears, Vikings, Broncos. Now, here's the losses, okay? Since last year, there's 10 losses under Kevin Stefanski. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, the Raiders, Baltimore, the Jets, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Cardinals, and now the Steelers. What's the trend here? What am I saying? The Browns don't close out games or win games against top teams in their division or the AFC or the NFL for that matter. Mainly the first two. The division and the AFC, it just seems like the teams that, when, when, you know, when the ticket sales are higher, you're going up against a, a better opponent, it just seems like the Browns either get rolled or they can't finish a ball game. A lot of these games, they were leading. A lot of these losses, they had a lead in the game at some point and couldn't hang on. The only division win against a horrible Cincinnati team last year, Pittsburgh without their starters, and the playoff win would 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 really we we don't know how that would go if they don't start 28 to nothing. I mean 
The Browns this year, this season, are four and four. Their four wins this season come against Houston, Chicago, Minnesota, and Denver. They are all below 500. All of them. None of those teams will make the playoffs. None of those teams, I mean, and the Vikings are the best one out of the bunch, and they struggled with them. Besides the Steelers, these are their these are their four these are the four losses. You know it, but I'll, I'll just I'll just remind you: the Chiefs, Chargers, Cardinals, and then the Steelers. Besides the Steelers, I expect the Chiefs, Chargers, and 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 Cardinals to be in the playoffs. The Steelers, well, I don't need to explain to you why that is important. Okay? They they got to be able to beat these teams, man. You got to be able to go up again. You got to be able to go into Arrowhead and pull out a victory. You have to be able to go into Baltimore or at home against Baltimore and beat the Ravens. You have to beat the Steelers. Okay? You, you should be able to go to SoFi and beat the Chiefs. You have the Cardinals at home. I know they're good. I know they were undefeated. You got to win those games. At least some of them. At least some of them. And I get it. They're in all of them. Except for, you know, the Baltimore game last year. They got steamrolled in week one. And 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 the, the Cardinals game wasn't really close. I mean, it was, but the scoreboard, it wasn't. It, it really wasn't. I mean... You 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 got to be able to pull one of these out, and and it, you you can't just blame Jarvis Landry for dropping a pass. You can't blame uh, a, a defensive holding call or a pass interference late in the game. You can't come. You can't blame the whole game on the Scottish Hammer dropping a, a punt to give the Chiefs the ball. I mean, what does everything have to be perfect? I mean, the Browns not only have. Two good backs, two really good receivers. They have emerging receivers. They have five really good all-pro offensive linemen, the best offensive line in the league. They have the best defensive player in the league. You can't make excuses. Things, things are going to happen during a game, okay? And you're going to have to overcome those things. You are going to have to overcome adversity, Okay? Jarvis Landry fumbles a football. Guess what? You got the ball right back. I understand. He didn't make a catch that that he should have. He had his hands on the ball, and that's a ball that Jarvis Landry catch. Bottom line, it wasn't a good pass. It just wasn't. It wasn't. And when he threw him the ball, Odell was wide open. So, I mean, I'm just being honest. The Browns have to be able to beat these teams. They look great against the teams with no run game and in a horrible offensive line. And, and once again, they go up against a, a, a team like a, a team with a, a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes or Justin Herbert or or Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray. Baker just can't beat them. Think about the teams that the Browns have lost to. Okay. Think about the four quarterbacks Baker goes up against talking about those teams. They're all of his peers. Other than Big Ben, but once again, that's division. I don't have to explain that one. 
in order for Baker to be a $30 million quarterback, he doesn't need to just win games. He has to be able to beat the other guys in the league fighting for that same $30 million contract. The only one of his peers within his age group that that is worth a rip that that he's beaten was Dak Prescott. And he did it, and, and he wasn't paid at the time. It took a long time for Jerry Jones to pay that guy. And we still have questions about Dak Prescott here on the Cleveland Sports Fan. We still have questions about the Dallas Cowboys. And not to mention, they were one and three. So when you go back to those, when you go back to the, I'll read them again. The the Bengals, again, these aren't the teams that, when I say good teams, I mean you get in the postseason, you get in the playoffs, and you got a juggernaut that is a bona fide Super Bowl contender. Those are the teams that I'm talking about. And maybe I'm just, maybe I'm being ungrateful, Okay. 10 or yeah 16 and 10 is a really good I mean that's really good for the Browns but it's it's just a trend so here we go again Bengals the Washington football team no especially last year Dallas they were 3 and 1 Colts no nobody thought the Colts were going to go to the Super Bowl with Philip Rivers okay no Bengals again no Texans no Eagles no Jags no T- Titans Titans, some people might say yes. I say no. I didn't think last year, and I don't think this year they are a Super Bowl team, especially now that Derrick Henry's out. Giants, no. Steelers, no. Steelers, again, I mean, that was the worst team in the playoffs last year. So, no. And then this year, again, Texans, Bears, Vikings, Broncos, all of them, no. So, you, you, it, that, that's just, it's just the facts, Cleveland. That's just a fact of the matter. Again, it's a $30 million contract or more is what Baker Mayfield is seeking. Okay? He can't beat he can't beat the guys that are going for that same contract. The guys that are relative to his draft class, to his age, and to his pick in the draft, he can't beat them. He's not beating them. Joe Burrow is the only one. The only one. All right. I am running out of excuses for Baker Mayfield. This is his opportunity to turn the season around this Sunday against Joe Burrow. He needs to get over this thing that not of not being able to beat quarterbacks drafted you know, again, relatively close to where he was drafted, fighting for the same contract he's fighting for. He's going back to the place this Sunday where Odell had a season-ending injury, which leads me to my next point. There's a video up now on the Cleveland Sports Fan Facebook page that I want you to take a look at. It is all of the times Odell Beckham Jr. was open and Baker missed him. Okay? And I love Baker. I'm not I'm not I'm not on here trying to rip Baker Mayfield rag on Baker Mayfield that's not what I'm doing. Okay? There's rumors about Odell being traded to Detroit. It's not going to happen. You think he wants to be in Detroit? No. Odell Beckham Jr. for everybody who says Odell Beckham Jr doesn't want to be in Cleveland. Think about this. Odell Beckham Jr. lives in the same neighborhood and plays on the same team as his best friend from college. 
He has a strong relationship with members on the team. He has worked his ass off in the offseason to get back on the field. And I honestly feel bad for Odell. Because I, I feel like since he's been in Cleveland, the fans had a foul taste in their mouth because Odell is an L.A. guy. He's a Miami Lights guy. He's a New York, big, flashy kind of guy. All right, big lights. The limelight. You know what I'm talking about. And that's just not what Cleveland is. But that doesn't mean he doesn't enjoy his time in Cleveland. It doesn't mean he doesn't love being with the Browns. He can still be Odell and visit where he wants to and live where he wants to in the offseason. It doesn't have to affect him with the team, and I don't think it does. Odell doesn't complain about anything. He's humbled himself. It may not be showing on the stat sheet, but again, check the video. It's on the Cleveland Sports Fan Facebook page. It's about 10 minutes wrong. For some reason, Baker doesn't have a connection with this guy on the field. Off the field, great connection. I mean, these guys are, these guys are best friends. Odell and Jarvis, they, they, they hang out together. They're not just seeing each other at practice. They hang out in the offseason. They do drills in the offseason. All right, they hang out in Lake Travis on Baker's boat. Like this is like these these guys are cool cats together. For some reason, it doesn't work on the field. I don't get it. I mean, o- Odell does do a lot for this team, though. He makes safeties cheat. He draws double teams, and, and, and really, I think he helps the run game in the play action game just because of who he is. I asked last week, and I'll ask again. Can we please get the ball to Odell? Can we please get Odell into the end zone? Can we please get Odell in space? Please. <sighs> okay, we're going to stick with the Browns, okay? Because it's, it, it, it's, a, it's, I, it's rough. I get it. It's a, it's a foul taste in your mouth. Let's play the schedule game. We play the schedule game every year when the, when the schedule comes out. We're midway through, nine games left. Let's finish the schedule game. Okay, let's recap the, the schedule game through eight games, though. Let me break down how I thought this would roll, I, I mean, this far. The Browns are 4-4. Four and four. I'm going to bring Dr. Dog in for the segment, and, and I want to break down where we had the Browns through eight games. I personally, I'll see where Dr. Dog had them. I personally had them losing to the Chiefs, beating the Texans, beating the Bears, beating the Vikings, which they did. I had them losing to the Chargers, which they did. So through the first five weeks, I thought the Browns were were exactly who I thought they were and going to do exactly what I thought they would do, okay? And I even predicted the Chiefs game to go exactly how it went. I didn't expect Scott Shaman to fumble the ball, let's be honest. But I did think that Browns would lead the Chiefs, the Chiefs would come back and win the game. It'd be a a season-long lesson for the Browns, okay? But after that Chargers game, I predicted a win against the Cardinals. I get it. A lot of injuries, blah, 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 whatever. I predicted a win against the uh, Broncos and a loss against the Steelers the first game. I have the Browns beating the Steelers in the next game. So for me, the Browns should have been 5-3 and three at this point, and I thought that would have been a very beautiful spot considering the schedule that is coming up. Now let's take a look at the remaining schedule for the Browns. It's very doable, people. I don't, I don't think there is a, a reason that the Browns don't make the playoffs at all. It should be noted, according to ESPN, the Browns have the second hardest schedule in the league through the next nine games. I don't see it, but maybe you do. I bring Jake on now. Jake, let's break down this schedule. We've got Cincinnati this week. So tell me who you got. 
You got Cincinnati, you got Cleveland. Let's break down this schedule one game at a time. We'll start with this one. This one is in Cincinnati, Browns or Bengals. You know how at the beginning of the season, you look through the season, the schedule, and, and, and you predict that one game that, you know, the team's really just going to pop off and, 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 and prove everything they've worked for and show it all out on the field. Well, I think this is the game. I think we come into Cincinnati and absolutely uh, what the kids nowadays say, torch uh, Cincinnati. I think the O-line is going to uh, fail. Miles Garrett, Jadavion Clowney are going to be in the backfield all damn game. And I really think the offense steps it up and, 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 and clicks what they have wrong right now. Uh, Nick Chubb, Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, Donovan Peoples-Jones, hopefully he's back. Uh, yeah, I think this is the one game. I, I didn't think this was the game at the beginning of the year, but with how the season's going so far, I definitely think this is the game where we put up 40, uh, may, maybe even 50 points. See, I look at it the opposite way. I look at, you, you're, you're looking for the Browns to score a ton of points. I'm looking for the Browns' defense to shut the Bengals down. I think the Bengals come back to back down to earth in this game. Uh, well, they really did against the Jets, losing to the Jets, but that's not even why I think that this happens. I, I, I'm with you. I think what are the kids telling? What are the kids saying? Torch? They're torching. They're going to torch the Bengals this weekend. I do think the Browns are going to torch the Bengals this weekend. So they would be five and four. And let's break it down. Um, I broke down mine. I had the Browns five and three going into this game. What did you have the Browns ranked? You had the Browns beating the Chiefs. I know you. I know you had the Browns beating the Chiefs. I imagine you had the Browns beating Houston. I imagine you had the Browns beating Chicago and Minnesota. So you had the Browns 4-0. Did you have the Browns beating the Chargers or the Cardinals? Uh, I had the Browns losing to the Chargers, but I had them beating the Cardinals. But, I mean, at the beginning of the season, who would have thought the, the Cardinals would have been 6-0 going into us? Well, I thought that they would be a really good football team, and I thought that would have been a harder one. And if you listen back to the schedule game that we played on the Cleveland Sports Fan um, flagship show earlier in the season at the preseason – I did say that that was going to be a tough game, and one of the games that I was leaning opposite side on, I had the Steelers beating the Browns the first game of the season. How about you? I think you did have the Browns beating the Steelers. Um, I'm, for a matter, I think I had the Browns sweeping the Steelers, both, both games, in Cleveland and in Pittsburgh. So not able to do that, um, but we, we both see the Browns at 5-4. and four. Is it a little alarming to you? That the Browns struggle with, you know, divisional teams, um, you know, good Super Bowl contending teams. Because at the beginning of the segment, that's how I started this, saying the Browns essentially can't beat good teams. And Baker Mayfield doesn't beat his peers. And when I say peers, I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, and now Joe Burrow this Sunday. We both think that they get a win. But do you think that it's fair to say that the Browns can't beat or not can't? They haven't beaten a bona fide Super Bowl contender or a team that might scare you in the playoffs? You already know I disagree with you on that. I think the Browns, I think you're trying to hit the panic button on the Cleveland Browns uh, going into week eight. And it's, it's, I don't think it's time yet. It's not, it's not time. Okay. We lose to Pittsburgh. I get it. But you bring up, you bring up where we don't beat uh, top notch, top tier teams. And I think you're wrong on that. You know, Uh, maybe not this year specifically, but you got the Colts, you got the, you got the Cowboys. 
You know, you, you, you got the Titans with Derrick Henry. You know, those are three solid wins. You know, don't take credit away from the Cleveland Browns. They're, they're not what people call a fraudulent team. That is not near what they are. They're just starting out a little slow, and they need, they need to get things on a roll, get a little click going. I, I, I disagree with you. I don't think Dallas, I don't think Indianapolis, I don't think Tennessee last year, this year, Super Bowl contending teams. Maybe Dallas this year, but definitely not Indianapolis and, and Tennessee and not last year. I, I think you're wrong about that. Let's move on. So we both have the Browns five and four. They're going to go to New England. They're going to play the, the the Patriots, Bill Belichick, Mac Jones. This one's in Foxborough. Okay. Do the Browns get this victory? Remember the last. Remember the last time the Browns went to New England. Didn't have. Didn't didn't end up so well. So again, Browns versus the Patriots. This one's in New England. No Tom Brady this time. I have the Browns beating the Patriots. What about you? Yeah, uh, you mentioned no Tom Brady. No Cam Newton either. Um, I mean, at the beginning of the year, I thought Cleveland was gonna was was maybe gonna drop this game, but uh, n- n- nothing taken away against uh, New England because they're actually playing pretty good uh, with that rookie quarterback of theirs. But you know, no, I think we go into New England and and we take care of business. All right, so we're six and four. We both have the six and four record, which things would be you know looking up. Then we get the Lions at home. I mean, that's a win. You would agree that's a win. I mean, yeah, I, I, I really hope and think that's a win, but I really hope they're not, you know, winless going into this game. So they're so so three straight wins: Bengals, Patriots, and then the Lions. Two of those are road games. All right, you get the Lions at home. This is where it gets interesting. So now you're seven and four. Okay. You get Baltimore two times in a row with a bye in between. First, you go to Baltimore, you get the bye, and then you get Baltimore at home. Let's just do them, you know, back-to-back. Who do you got? Game one, game two. Do they split? Do they lose both? Do they win both? How do you see the Baltimore series going? You know, these these two are the hardest games on the schedule to predict, other than week one. But uh, I, 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 I'm confident that the Browns split. With the Ravens, the Ratbirds, you know, 1-1. But I'm still, you know, three, four weeks away, I am still uh, undecided on what game we're going to win, what game we're going to lose. I just I just know we're going to split. I disagree. I think the Browns could win both of these games. I'm going to bank on it. I think the Browns... I think the Browns figured the Baltimore Ravens out last year. I think it, it means a lot that they got blown out in week one. And then they almost beat them Monday Night Football. Almost. Almost beat them Monday Night Football. I think they get the job done. I think this is, and we'll talk about this um, later on in the week, but I think this is in the middle of turmoil for the Baltimore Ravens. Remember, I didn't I, I didn't have them making the playoffs preseason. The Browns were the only AFC North team that I had making the playoffs. No wildcard team coming from the AFC North. And I still think that may came, come true. Well, again, we're going to play the Ravens schedule game on tomorrow's show. This could be turmoil for the Baltimore Ravens. And I think the Browns do pick up both wins. And now this will be five wins in a row, okay, which would make the Browns nine and four. You have them at eight and five with the split. They get the Raiders at home. Lost to the Raiders last year. Not going to do it again. They're going to be 10 and four with six a six-game winning streak. That's what I say. 
What do you say? Yeah, uh, the Raiders, yeah, no problem. So we got the Raiders. So you're now going to have them at, what? what is that now for you? Nine and nine and five. I'll have them at 10 and four. This one's the interesting one. Christmas Day in Green Bay at Lambeau Field. They get Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. I think after a six game winning streak and now at 10 and four, you drop to 10 and five. Because you do lose to the Packers on Christmas Day. I think it's inevitable. I mean, and this is just another one of those teams that's going to be there in the playoffs. If you possibly make it to the Super Bowl, this might be the team that you play. Can you get it done? Can you beat Aaron Rodgers? Can you get the win on the road in a hostile environment? Christmas Day, that place is going to be packed. I mean, you know it. That That's going to be every kid in, every kid in Green Bay that wakes up on Christmas Day is gonna is gonna have a ticket to that game. They're going to the game. All right. That's what that they they don't care if it's on Christmas. That's what they're gonna do in Green Bay. Same thing that we would do if it was in Cleveland. We would be at that game. We contemplated going to that game even with a ten hour drive. Okay. I think this is the Browns' loss after six straight wins. No need to panic. But after six straight wins, they do lose to Green Bay on Christmas Day. What say you? You you know, jot my memory real quick. I, I I'm 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 going through it right now. Has Baker Mayfield ever played, you know, in snow? Well, there was there was a ton of games last year where they played in heavy rain or or cold or, but I don't know if it's ever been snow with Cleveland. No, no. the The question was was snow, you know, like heavy covering the field snow. Because that's what that's what it's going to be in Lambeau on Christmas Day, and if you if you don't think so, then then I mean you might be right, but I don't think you are. Lambeau is going to be covered with snow, cold. Yeah, Christmas Day, it's going to have all the feels, all the vibes. You know, uh, we I can see a sneak and a win out here, but me preseason I had us losing, and I still think you know we we slip up and we have a. I don't want to say a bad game. I, I think we play good against the Packers. I really do. But it, it's just a game that I can see us uh, coming out on the losing column. Okay, so I have them at 10-5 and five now with two games left. Losing to the Packers. This next game in Pittsburgh, Monday Night Football against the Steelers. Who do you got? Because I got the Browns stomping Pittsburgh in this one. The Packers, I'm gonna I'll spoil week 17 or the last week, week 18. I'll spoil it. This might be the Packers might be the Browns' only loss the remaining of the remainder of the season. What about you? You think they beat Pittsburgh? You think they beat ball? the the last game will be Cincinnati? Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't I don't believe in cakewalks, but I think the last two games of the year, you know, with everything coming to be how they're supposed to be, I think the last two games are a cakewalk. I think we go into Pittsburgh and absolutely have a field day. And I know, I know Burley doesn't like to say we're going to put up uh, this amount of points, high-scoring points, but I think that's another game where we, we go in there and, and offense is just electric. And then you want to talk about the last game, it's going to be home against the Bengals. Joe Burrow's last game, uh, I mean, what I would think, he's not going to make the playoffs. So, I, I, I don't know. I just think it's a great spot to, to pick up another win against a, against a division rival.
So again, after starting four and four, me personally, Burley Gunner says that the Browns win the next six games. They lose to the Packers, and then they bounce back against Pittsburgh, and they beat the Bengals. That would make the Browns 12-5, and one game better than last year. So essentially, what they're going to do with the extra game on the schedule is they're going to turn it into a win. You have them with the same amount of wins, 11, but losing 6 because you have them splitting to Baltimore. Fair enough. But I think that the, the, the notion that we need to freak out about making the playoffs is just not there. But then once you get in the playoffs, here's the thing. You really only have a few more opportunities to, to, to get those playoff-like feel games in. Because, quite frankly, the I know it says second easiest schedule. I, who the hell says that? I don't, I don't see this as the second hardest schedule. Okay. At all. Bengals, Patriots, Lions, Ravens twice, Raiders, Packers, Steelers, Bengals. I just, other than the Ravens games and the Packers games, I mean, these games are just going to be, I mean, come on. 12 and 5, Browns make the playoffs. Stop freaking out. But it will be mentioned once again when they get back to the playoffs. Can Baker Mayfield, can the Browns, can Kevin Stefanski come up with wins against these teams? Real quick, World Series. That's heating up. The, I mean, Game 6 will be tonight. Max Fried versus Luis Garcia. Garcia has stunk in the postseason. It, like, stunk. And he stunk up this World Series. Max Fried lost the game... I believe 7-2 to to the Astros uh, when he pitched in game two against Houston. Who do you got tonight, Dr. Dog? Um, final thoughts on tonight's series. Do, do the Braves take it tonight, or, or are we seeing a game seven? Uh, you know, I I really want to say the Braves win tonight. You know, it's it, it, it'd be a amazing story, you know, kind of like almost a Cinderella story per se, you know, losing Ronald Acuna midway through the year, and not to mention when they lost him, you know, they weren't in any any spot to be called that they are going to go to the playoffs, you know, but uh, manager, amazing job, you know, team, great job. Uh, I really hope they finish tonight, but I think I see this World Series going to a Game 7. However, I do see the Atlanta Braves winning it all. You think Atlanta goes game seven in Houston and wins. That is, I think you're nuts. I think Houston's got way too much to prove. I think they win tonight. I think they finish it off tomorrow. And I will be puking on, what would that be, Thursday morning on the Burley Gunner Show. You'll see me or hear me puking over an Astros win. Thanks for listening. Cleveland Sports Fan Network, clevelandsportsfan.com, Apple Podcast, Red Circle. We'll see you tomorrow. Burley Gunner Show.